Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at rivervalleyranch.com. Enjoy. All right. How's it going, guys? Wanted to ask you guys, what do you remember from last night? When we were talking last night, what do you remember? You can shout it out. Scrolling, social media, creation, what what God made us for, God made us to worship him, First Corinthians, yep, you like the shirt, thank you, I'm going to talk a little bit about the shirt later, um, yes, I'm glad you guys remembered a few things, that makes me feel good. Um, praise God for that. I think, uh, hopefully most of you were able to write on your cards. Um, I think some of you weren't because a counselor might've been sick, but we're going to use the cards later towards the end. Um, got a question for you guys. Raise your hand if you're in middle school. All right. Raise your hand if you're in high school. All right. Have you guys ever heard of this thing called peer pressure? Yeah. Um, I assumed that you knew what peer pressure was. The thing is, there's always going to be peer pressure. You probably feel it more now, but when you're an adult, there's still peer pressure. Keeping up with the Joneses, you ever heard of that? Maybe some, maybe you have some rich friends with some with better jobs, and they're like, "Oh, you don't drive a Lexus? Like, oh, maybe I should drive. Maybe I should go and buy a Lexus and drive that because not not cool if I don't." Um, so peer pressure is always going to exist. Do you guys ever you feel like there's been a time where you've done something, realized that it was for other people? And obviously, like, regretted it. You only did it because of other people. Anyone? Raise your hand. All right. No? I'll, I'll just assume that a lot of you that didn't raise your hand actually feel that way. Because we've all done stuff that we regret. And we've all done stuff that was really for other people, not for us. And a lot of adults do that. It's a lot harder when you're, you know, when you're in middle school or high school because you, you feel a lot of that pressure. You want to be with the cool kids. You want to be in the in crowd. Um, so you might do some things, regret it later. That's what happens in literally like every high school movie, right? Two people are friends. They do something that's like, not really cool to that other friend, but they're in with the popular kids. And they're like, man, I feel bad for my friend, but I am with the popular kids. Later on in the movie, you know how it ends. They're like, okay, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. We're friends again. You know, it's not cool. I don't even care about being popular. I just want to be friends with you. You know, it's the, it's the same storyline every time. Um, so we're going to talk tonight. Does anyone 
know what we're going to talk about tonight? The fall. Freedom Bound, yes. The fall. Yeah, we're going to talk about the fall. Um, so we're going to go through a passage in Genesis, Genesis chapter 3. I do have it on the screen. And this is where there's an interaction between uh, Eve and the serpent. And for whatever reason, I felt like it was a good thing to address the fact that the serpent is talking. Weird. Probably haven't heard a serpent talk. Um, but I think one thing to keep in mind is, one, this was, this was in the garden when everything was perfect, when uh, there was no death, when uh, people weren't afraid of animals, animals weren't afraid of people. People didn't need animals. Animals didn't need people. A lot of things were different. And, and the Bible talks about how, you know, um, the Bible talks about how that perfection will happen again. Um, but also, raise your hand if you've seen uh, a squirrel water skiing. No one's ever seen a squirrel water ski? You serious? Never seen that video? A few of you? Have you seen a, a dog skateboarding? Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you guys ever seen like a, a cockatoo talk? Those, those things are pretty wild. They kind of seem like a fairy tale, like a, like a movie, you know? Like if, if you talk to someone a hundred years ago and said like, yeah, oh yeah, this bulldog was skateboarding. They'd be like, what are you talking about? That could never happen. That would never happen. But, it, again, remember that, like, cockatoos, they can learn, they can learn how to say a few words and, and different things like that. But that's, we're looking, at, we're looking at perfection, we're looking at creation, and this is just where my mind goes, so I'm just, I'm just telling you. It doesn't say anything about this in the Bible, but I'm just telling you what I think. Um, if animals don't die, and they're around people all the time because... People aren't afraid of animals. Snakes aren't afraid of the people. Why are they not hanging out? Why would they not be able to learn how to say a lot of words or talk or converse, whatever? Uh, I don't know. I'm not saying that's in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. I'm just saying that's where my mind goes. Like, I don't see why not. If a bird can learn how to talk after, you know, being with a human for a little bit, then I don't see why a serpent could um, also, I had, my mom had cockatiels. I don't know if you've heard of cockatiels. Not as cool as cockatoos. Can't say as much, but they can like wolf whistle. They can do like whistle and, and talk a little bit. Can you get, raise your hand if you can whistle. That's a lot of you. All right. But some of you, hold on, but some of you can. And I'm not good at it myself. But cockatiels are good at it. Right? So it's like this small bird is good at something and can do something that I'm not even really that good at. It's, it's interesting when you think about it. Um, also, it was very annoying having those cockatiels in my house. Uh, they're loud and they didn't stop. And it was like, okay, it's not really cool anymore. It's kind of annoying. 
that's all side note. We're going to get into the passage. This is where the serpent and Eve are talking. Um, so it says, <clears throat> this is Eve talking. But God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither, neither shall you touch it lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruits and ate. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Um, there's, there's a lot, just like every passage, there's, there's a lot there. Um, I'm going to say one thing real quick. Her husband was there with her and he ate. Not like he was, he was being passive. Don't be passive, men. All right. Just going to say that and move on. Um, so. What did, what, what was the serpent trying to do? What was his game plan? Get them to eat the fruit? Yeah, yeah. How was he going about that? Lying? Yeah. Deceiving, yeah. What? Crap, yeah, he was crafty. Yeah. Selected truth. Hmm. I like that answer. Um, what was that? Peer pressure? Maybe a little bit. Uh, I think, I think a lot of those answers are, are right. I think he played on their identity. As it says, well, one, he lied. You will not surely die. But that's partly true, partly not. We'll get into that in a second. Um, but for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. You will be like God. Your identity, who you are, you could be like God. What did we talk about yesterday? We were made in the image of God. But they still, like... That was still the game plan, like honing in on that. You could be like God, having this knowledge that you don't have right now. And they ate. Um, and at that point, sin came into the world. And everything since has been tainted by sin. Everything, everyone. Every relationship, animals, animals fear us, we fear them. Everything, everything was broken at that point. Um, I think, I think it's important to say, even the people even the people that you view the highest, your parents, 
I'm sure your parents have let you down in one way or another. I'm sure maybe a pastor has let you down. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm sure you've heard of pastors letting people down. Nobody's perfect. Everyone is affected by sin. And this decision that they made, they had, they had freedom. They chose sin. And now we're born with it. Uh, I told Malachi that I would share a verse that, um, one that, one that I think is crazy. Um, I think it's so cool to, to hear. I was blown away when I heard it because there's so much in this book that like, I, I hope you guys read this book. Read the whole thing. There's so much in here. There's so much that you don't know in here. I'm going to read this passage. It's in Malachi <clears throat> uh, chapter 2. You're probably going to think it's funny. This is where sin crept in to even the, the priests. They were offering sacrifices, but doing it, it wasn't with their heart. Okay? It was, it was <clears throat> they were giving lame animals. They weren't giving their best to God, is the easiest way to explain it. They weren't giving their best to God. And God, being God, knows it. And he, so the Lord rebuked the priests. He said, this is Malachi chapter 2, verse 3. Behold, I will rebuke your offering. Because it was, it was their lame. It was crippled animals. It was like, what you need to do is give your best to God. And they were not doing that. Behold, I will rebuke your offerings and spread dung on your faces, the dung of your offerings, and you shall be taken away with it. I will spread dung on your faces. Dung? You don't know what dung is? It's from animals. There's a lot of dung up at the horsemanship. It's poop. Yes, it is poop. Did you know that was in the Bible? That God talked about, I will spread dung on your faces? That's pretty serious, right? That's pretty serious. Why did he say that? He said it because offering, giving your offering to God, giving your praise, your worship to God is pretty serious. It's disrespectful what they were doing, acting like they were being good. Oh, yeah, we're giving offerings to God when it's lame animals, when it's not their best, but they're pretending like it is. It's disrespectful to an almighty God. So sin has broken everything. Sin has affected everything, everyone. We were designed to be in communion with other people, in community. But instead, there's wars all over the place. We were designed, we were designed to, to love God and be with Him. We were designed for freedom. But we choose sin instead. Become slaves to it. 
I, um, <clears throat> raise your hand. Raise your hand if you sin. Actually, stand up if you sin. <clears throat> you don't have to stand up. All right, okay. The Bible says, Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. It's everyone. It's all of us. Every day. What are we supposed to do about this? What can we do about this? Absolutely nothing. We all sin, we all fall short of the glory of God, and what can we do to repair that relationship with the holy God who's so serious about his holiness that he put in his word, I will spread dung on your faces because of your, your, your sorry offerings. We can't do anything. Thankfully, Jesus did it all for us. He paid the price. He was the perfect sacrifice, the spotless lamb. He did that for us. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow. Ah. <clears throat> so right now, right now, um, if the counselors can pass out the cards and the pens... Um, what we're going to do, I hope you guys take this seriously. I hope you, um, I hope you take a moment and really reflect. Okay. What we're going to do, we're going to write down a sin that we struggle with. Okay. Now I'm going to let you know. Other people will see this, okay? Now, me saying that, I hope you don't hold back, all right? I hope you don't hold back because of that or change what you might say. I say it to let you know because I want you to know. I don't want it to be a surprise, but other people will see it. Obviously, your counselor is going to grab your card afterwards, so they're going to see it. Um, oh, I want you guys to write down the sin. Uh, this next slide, I wrote down envy. I think for me, man, it's tough sometimes. I see it. This is a total side note, but I love, I love trucks. I have a truck, but it's not, it's not the truck I want. What I want, what I want is a Toyota Tacoma. Yes. It's a nice truck, you know? When I see someone driving in that truck, I'm like, man, I, want, I wish I had that truck. They're expensive. They are. Even, yeah, even if they're old. So I do struggle with envy. I see people, you know, doing awesome things. I see people um, who are just in love with the Lord and, and doing the, all these crazy things. And envy is a, is a little bit of a struggle for me. All right, guys, guys, quiet, 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 quiet.
So I want you to write something down, a sin that you struggle with. We're going to do something with this tomorrow. Um, but be honest and be open because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All right? Whatever you write down on there, I'm sure I've done worse. No one is any better than anyone else in this room. Everyone has fallen short of the glory of God, right? So whatever you write down is the same as the person next to you that wrote something down, even if it's a different word, right? Write something down. I also wanted to... Um, I, I can give you some examples, I guess, if you, I don't know if it, is everyone done writing something down? No? All right. That's all right. All right. All right. Um, okay. All right. All right. All right. Guys. One other thing I wanted to mention, um, I'm wearing this shirt on purpose. One, because none of us are alone in the fact that we sin and fall short of the glory of God, all right? The other reason is because the back of it says it's okay to not be okay, right? So it says, yeah. Um, it's from this, this company they took from the passage, Luke 5, 31. Um, I'm actually going to start in 30, I think. The Pharisees and their scribes grumbled. <clears throat> um, Pharisees and the scribes grumbled at the disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus answered them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Jesus came for us. We're all sinners. He came for us. Okay? Hopefully you've gotten something down. Pass it back to your counselor. They'll keep it and hopefully bring it next time. I, when I, when I was planning out, um, when I was planning out what we would do and what we would do with these cards, it, it hurts a little bit to think that you guys would write down a sin and that, and that we would leave it at that, right? But we're going to. And that's part of the reason why I, I want you guys to know, I want to make sure that you know whatever you've done, whatever you've done, whatever you do right now, God, it, God is not too far. Right? He's, he loves you. He wants you. You can't, you haven't done anything to screw that up, okay? I do want us to sit 
and try to try to grasp the weight of our sin and let it sit there for a little bit because man, this is something that's we're choosing this rather than choosing God. And that doesn't make any sense. We're choosing this rather than perfection. Choosing this rather than freedom. This, what you've, writ- what you've written down, are chains. Do you want to keep those chains? I'm excited for tomorrow. I'm excited for tomorrow night because, oh man, we get to talk about the best thing that ever happened in the world. Amazing. Um, But for tonight, uh, I'm going to pray and we'll close it out. Uh, Father, Lord, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your love even though we, we turn from you, even though we choose sin, or you, you took the punishment for all of our sin on the cross, you died, you rose again, giving us that opportunity for life, hope, joy, freedom forever with you. You want us with you forever. That's what our hearts desire, is to be with you forever, to glorify you forever, to love you more and more, know you more and more. Lord, you you knew that we were going to choose these things. But you love us anyway. And you, you have your arms out open for us to come to you at any moment. Lord, we're thankful for that. Lord, I pray that, um, yeah, I pray that all of us would, would recognize the weight of our sin against a holy and perfect God. I pray that we would turn to you, that we would turn away from these things that keep us chained. Lord, we thank you. We love you. Pray all this in Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Life After Camp episode. Discover all of the year-round adventures at RVR and find out how you can support our ministry at rivervalleyranch.com. Thanks.